flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Meeting is now called to order. The Borough of Seabright, in compliance with the Open Public Meeting Act, has provided adequate notice of the time, date, and location of this meeting to the Asbury Park Press and the Link News on October 28, 22. Filed notice with the Borough Clerk, posted notice on the Borough in the Borough Office and on the Borough website. This meeting is open to the public, and all are welcome. We have a roll call, please. Councilman Beeper? Here. Ms. Bills? Mr. Cashmore? Here. Chairman Cunningham? Here. Vice Chairman DeSale? Here. Ms. Gorman? Here. Mayor Kelly? Mr. Lawrence? Here. Mr. Lexstein? Mr. Schwartz? Here. Mr. Julia? Here. Welcome, everybody. On to a memorialization of a resolution for Kim. Kurkowski and Carrie Huffman, 13 Church Street, Block 14, Lot 8. Discussion or a motion? It was some added information on it. Was that, was that something crucial? What was this letter I was just reading about Church Street? Don't know. This is the resolution. This, oh, this is the, the resolution. That's the whole thing. Yeah, but I hadn't gotten it. Okay, all right. So, somebody else want to make a motion? <laughs> so move. Second. So move. Second. Roll call, please. After that. Um, <laughs> oh, we didn't get the minutes. <laughs> I'm getting my count. So, we have to do oh, that. I missed the minutes. That's okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's so go. Think, We're going to roll call. So I think council can roll call for this vote. For the Kurkowski, were you in on the Kurkowski? I sat in on it. You were? I did. Okay. The second one, probably. Oh, the second one. Yeah, that was the only one. Yeah, the right. first one got canceled. <laughs> okay, true. Mr. Cashmore? Yes. And council member was a yes. Yes. Chairman Cunningham? Yes. <laughs> Vice Chairman DeSale? Yes. And Ms. Gorman? We were not on it? Or we not? Okay. And Mr. Lawrence? Yes. Okay, and that's it. I'll just skip back to the approval of the minutes from uh, October 25th, 22. I apologize for skipping over that. Um, any discussion on those minutes or an, a motion? I'll make a motion to approve the minutes as written. Second. Liz. Let's see, Mr. Mr. Cashmore. Yes. Chairman Cunningham. Yes. Vice Chairman DeSale. Yes. Mr. Lawrence. Yes. And that's it for those minutes. On to our regulars from Mountain View Villas. Uh, <laughs> a request for a third extension on the approvals. Is that one to, Because of the one law. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any discussion or question about it? I warned him that we're going to have trouble with that line. 
Yeah. And those wetlands. Mm -hmm. No, but it's tough to get through the uh, system, so I have no problem with approving an extension. Nor do I. Is you making a motion, David? Yeah, I'll make a motion to approve. I'll second it. Weaver, roll call, please. Right. Councilman Weaver? Yes. Mr. Cashmore? Yes. Mr. Chairman Cunningham? Yes. Vice Chairman DeSeo? Yes. Ms. Gorman? Yes. Mr. Lawrence? Yes. Mr. Schwartz? Yes. Mr. Julie? Thank you. Hang in there with our lovely DEP. Highways. Highways. Which is part of it. Okay, on to, which I'm not skipping over anything else, uh, the recommendation for adoption of an amended plan for the Shrewsbury River Properties Redevelopment Area per Council Resolution, number 173-2022. Discussion. Wait, 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 yeah, we have two yep. questions. Oh, does the record show? Yeah, yeah, we have the councilman stepping down and Heather stepping down because she's within 200 feet. Mr. Chair, may I swear our plan please? Yes, you may. Hello. Uh, do you need to re-swear her? To she asked me sworn in, so why not? No, but because typically yeah, I don't give like right. testimony, testimony on all right. like participating in the hearing. I think it's important to make sure that we do everything like officially. Agreed. Okay. You swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth for purposes of this application. I do. Thank you. Would you please um, inform the board as to the need for the the amended? Sure. So I understand that the borough had designated this area as in need of redevelopment, and a redevelopment plan was subsequently approved for this area. However, in this area, there are a couple of lots, there's four actual lots that are owned by the borough that I don't know if it just got missed or it was left out because people felt like it was borough property, it didn't matter, whatever. However, when the application came in for review months ago, a couple months ago, it became apparent that a couple lots that are being used in this application, whether it's through a swap with the borough or whatever, whatever, were not included in the study area. And they're like mid-block lots. These are not like stragglers on the outside. One is the kayak launch right. that is existing, and the other is like Poppinger Place. Which is a tax lot, which is used as a access road or whatever for other or other residents right. to access their property, and there was going to be a swap of land. Whatever the the internal issues are is kind of irrelevant to this proceeding. But those lots were not included in the redevelopment study area designation. Let's say the let me just amend that. Were the sure. numerical lots included? No. What? Right, they were not. Correct. But was the intent to utilize those lots? I, I, my, my understanding. What I thought that that was to be a just just so you were. I just wanted to answer the question. Okay. Okay. So to to be fair, I wasn't the professional for the borough when this happened, so I'm not 100 percent sure what occurred. However, they were not included in the the study area designation, nor were they included in the redevelopment plan. And so this is curing that issue.
because it is also my understanding, having spoken to people that were involved in the process, that it was 100% the intention to either swap lots or include those lots or whatever, but regardless, to utilize them under the redevelopment plan, they have to be included in the plan. So In the redevelopment plan. They have to be included in the designated area and then ultimately the plan. So what we're, what this is tonight is an amendment to the need study, meaning the designation of the area as a need and redevelopment, to include these properties. And the, the redevelopment law, right, I'm going to delve into Monica's area a little bit, allows you to designate properties that maybe on their own would not qualify for being in need of redevelopment if their inclusion was essential for the overall uh, implementation of a redevelopment project. So meaning, if you have multiple properties in a quote-unquote redevelopment area, every single individual property does not have to qualify. The majority of them do, which clearly was already done. However, every single one doesn't. So like on face value, would I say problems replaced would qualify? Probably not. But in the grand scheme of the overall redevelopment initiative, that lot is essential for the implementation of the redevelopment. So therefore, it should be included. And so therefore, my findings are that these properties should be, that's why it's an amendment, they should be included in the study area to allow for implementation of the overall redevelopment project, which will come before us, I'm not saying it won't, it will still come before us for site plan approval, but these lots need to be included in the study area in order for that to at least initially allow for it. It still has to go back to the governing body to have the plan itself amended to include these lots, but the first step is the study area. So my recommendation is that based upon the initiative, this redevelopment initiative, that these lots should be included in the study area because they're essential for the implementation of the redevelopment of this area. And so therefore, I would recommend, and you guys can do what you want, uh, finding an affirmative finding, of an affirmative vote, which will therefore go back to the governing body if you guys do decide that it's a yes. And then the redevelopment ordinance and the plan itself will then have to be amended to include these properties as well. So this one B5, block 15, lot nine, that's Pippinger Place. Yep. Uh, that allows people access to, I assume, the bulb ramp or garage. No, to the, it's, 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 it's an L shape, that's the other street, yes. Right. So what's ultimately done, what we're voting on now has no effect on what's ultimately done. With that. Correct, and the intention, just so that you're aware, is for a land swap where that lot is allowed to be included in the redevelopment and a, a lot immediately adjacent would be provided to the borough to continue to allow for that access. That's the ultimate plan, but that's <coughs> step like three. That right. So that this a, is step a one. would go back there. But yes. That, that this, would be part of the plan. That's a, a later step, yes. Yeah. And, and it's also important to note that this amendment procedure is set, actually set forth in the plan that was already adopted. 
So just so everybody's aware, and we're doing it really for purposes of also notice provision, because when Jen first brought it to our attention, um, we worked very long and hard with all of the um, all the council people, the redevelopment attorneys, um, and the borough attorney to make sure that everybody had a full and fair opportunity to understand what lots are supposed to be included in this, so everybody has the opportunity at the correct time to come in to talk about the site later. Exactly. That will be submitted eventually. So exactly. The, the redevelopment plan is still in place. Exactly. So this amendment is right now without that. Correct. Correct. So the proposal that's being made by the redeveloper right now cannot move forward as is. And I'm not I'm not opining one way or the other on the redevelopment on that proposal because it hasn't come here. We haven't really gotten into the weeds of it. But what I'm saying is is that it is my understanding that the intention was always for some swapping of property on both the kayak launch, which is supposed to be, in my opinion. My recollection, it was donating of property in, in balance that they were going to create this big Circuitous park, thing, this yes. big beautiful park along the Agreed. So yes. that the lot needs to be included. And then Poppinger Place was intended to be swapped with the property that's on the kind of like end of the redevelopment, right. which would still allow for access. So I have no opinion whatsoever on those, like that arrangement. Right. What I'm saying is without it, without this, that can't happen. So this is an amendment to allow for right. whatever, and then they still have to come here, there still has to be a public So yeah, what we're looking for tonight is our recommendation to the council. No, you. you uh, my rec No, your your approval of this needs study amendment by resolution, which would then be sent to the council as your affirmation that these lots yeah. should okay. be included. Yes. Seems pretty simple. Same. <laughs> Everything's the same. Like the project has not really been changing, changing yet, because I know there's some other issues, but. We'll get to that later, but at the end of the day, this is just like fixing the area, which I'm not really 100% sure why that happened, but we're just trying to cure a, a, like I a think it, I think it was really, if, if you want an explanation, it's, it, I was involved in a lot of that, and, and I think it was really that the, gov the, the, the governing body felt that they, they wanted this redevelopment. They, they were very in favor of it at the time. And they they uh, <clears throat> were willing to include those properties, thinking it was still their property. But, I understand. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure you've been through all this with the. I, I the yes, yes. But kind of like when it came yeah. up and the application came in, and I was reviewing. Their intentions it. were. Well, yeah. I understand the intention, which is why we're back here with this right. with this amendment, because the intention was always for those properties to be swapped out or included in some way. It just because. They were owned by the borough. I think at the time they felt like they didn't need to include them. However, looking deeper into it, the answer is they should have been included. So that's why we're here. That's all. I believe there was a park and all that other stuff they were doing. Yes, 100% agreed. And so I think there was always the intention for these properties to be used. So this is really just fixing this we think technical defect. Yeah, that's technical. exactly what it is. We think council at the time just felt since they were um, owned by the borough that they didn't need to be included numerically, and quite frankly, we just felt differently. Yeah. 
for purposes of notice. So exactly. I think it came down to, you know, we want to do this properly so everybody is on the list, everybody who's within the, the 200 foot list and, and in the area knows that these were supposed to be there. Exactly. And my understanding there's no park anymore. I've heard two people. I know this has nothing to do with that, so we don't no, know. I know. I'm just no, I don't know the answer to that yet. That's, that's all site plans. That's a site plan situation, no, which, which will come to us, so we will have an absolute opportunity to sure. discuss it because I've heard some other issues with the proposal based upon what was submitted to us when this came up. So there are definitely going to be some issues that arise when we when we get to that point. We're just not there yet. I just don't know 100% once we get there. Nor, nor do we know when we're going to get there. Correct. Any other discussion from the board? I mean, it makes sense that they should be included in the overall plan, and it was obviously... Well, they were included in the overall plan, but it was more of a gift of use, I yeah, it's just a matter of yeah. including the block and lots in the document. You That's already mentioned the block and lots. Yeah. But I would su suggest we open this to the public uh, at this point if there's a statement or anybody has a question about anything. Please step up right now. Always give plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> if not, there's no more. Uh, public portion is now closed. Uh, does anyone want to make a motion to go forward and include these properties? I'll make a motion. No, I'll, I'll second it. Sorry, we have a roll call. Who was the first? John. Thanks. Schwartz. He who sh is, should be in Florida right now is <laughs> making a <laughs> Because when a fireworks start, I'll see right That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Conveniently won't be. For, for it'll, be it'll be quite some time before that site plan oh, before this. I mean, Dina was here when we started this thing. So, I mean, she was the mayor. So, it's, this is how long it's taken just to get to this. Yeah. Well, Ready, Mr. Cashmore? Yes. Chairman Cunningham? Yes. Vice Chairman Desaia? Yes. Mr. Lawrence? Yes. Mr. Schwartz? Yes. Mr. Jones? Yes. Thank you. We'll send that notice back, right, to the. To the, I mean, when's the next meeting? December. Oh, December. Right, so my question is, like, this resolution goes back to the governing body when? December. Well, we memorialized in December, so what are we, December 13th? So yeah. So we go back to the month 14th. Okay. We have a meeting uh, 12 13. We have a meeting 12 13. Yeah, December 13th. We have one meeting in December. I get it. It happens in every town, right? One meeting in November, one meeting in December. That's generally how it goes. And then the first meeting in January is reorganization, so nothing happens until February. Pretty much. Possibly. I mean, resolutions might be able to be formalized, but you never know. Not payments. We do a lot of public work, and they never pay us in January. No, neither. And we usually miss December for one reason or another. So it's a long, you know. No, Redevelopment's always an interesting approach. It's always a great experience. Yep. Okay, good. Um, I think uh, I'm reading this correctly. That about does our agenda. Is there any other business before the board this evening? Anyone from the public like to be heard? Be happy to listen. I'd like to say something, uh, and I discussed this with you before. Uh, 
I'm wondering whether after we have a planning board meeting and we ask the applicant to make some modifications to the plans and then they're resubmitted back to us. I'm thinking, uh, I have two incidents that I've run into since I've been on the board where the plans that came back were different than the plans that were in front of the board. And they weren't, it wasn't picked up. And uh, one of them actually right now happens to be the hotel up north. They put lighting on the side of the building that shines three miles down, down the road. And uh, that wasn't on the original plan and it wasn't complied with with our ordinance about uh, 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 flowing your light, or what is it called, uh, your light going beyond the Shield being line. directed downward, right? Yeah, it has to be done. But what I'm getting at is, is that... Well, they never, they never put the lights. lighting plan in and it was never that they on, were supposed yeah, to. It was never on the plan. So ultimately, that's probably a code enforcement issue. A what? Code, code enforcement. enforcement. Oh, no, uh, it's being handled, but I'm, wonder, I'm wondering... Uh, I'm wondering whether maybe we, we should have like, board. we should maybe have when you have a major project that has to be resubmitted after did some minor changes. Somebody should look at it. Well, I mean, the bottom line is this: if you're not comfortable with what's been happening, then don't approve it. Make them come back with the changes and show them to you, and we, then you guys can approve well, it. No, but they, they say we don't know. We don't know that they're changing. We never picked it up. It wasn't cloudy. The other so we get a full set of plans. Right, but then how do they get signed off on? That's the question. So like the plans have to get signed off on. You didn't miss it. It doesn't come back to you. So at the end of the day, what is approved has to get signed off on. So the question becomes, how did it get signed off on? It should not have been signed off on. If it was different, hold on. If it was different from what you are approved. Your, your question this time, easily. When you go back in to sign plans, you look at everything, you try and remember exactly what was approved. But well, I don't know what that means. I could do no, that too. No, they, they should be using the resolution at which requires right. a whole slew of conditions right. plus compliance with review letters. But it happened. Well, it, it's an, I, it was an oversight, obviously. But it's happened before. I, 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 right. I, I had an issue with the... Uh, with the and these are things that weren't even on the plan. But that's my point. When the rum so and we didn't rum. get the plan. When it, it will not come back to you. Jeez. No, no, I know that. That's the point I'm making. It goes to the engineer. Right. So then. Right. And so it was so an oversight. Right. right. But I'm wondering whether we should have a couple people look at it because uh, you need the input rather than that's review board or something. That's not legal. Yeah, you're not. That's not our job. If you don't want to approve it until they come back then don't approve it and make them come back with final plans so you can approve it. Right. Well, the other situation that I wanted to bring up, when they built the Rum Runner, uh, the plans that were before us on the planning board that we approved showed on the south end of the building to be a big dining room. But then when they resubmitted it after the few changes we needed to have them do for the parking lot and things like that, it came back, there was a bar there, which wasn't on the application when it came before the board. So, I mean, it was another oversight. I don't know if it's an oversight, they just did whatever. So, resolution, so either. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say that. No. So either was, was it on the plans that they submitted? Well, it's not, it was on the plans that we approved it. No, it wasn't. And I, I, I pulled the plans out of yeah, the If it wasn't on the approved plans. This isn't an argument. What I'm saying is I think maybe we should have it re-examined re before it's signed You can't do off. that. So, yeah. the bottom line is if you approve it, yeah. and then you're right. trusting your engineer to review it, that's it. If you don't want to approve it until they come back with plans that you want to see, 
then don't approve it. Well, maybe we should make a requirement that any plans that are before us are going to be. This is, this is a, a little bit unusual situation, but I, I think we need to stay calm on this. I agree with you. I, I, would, I would have no problem with a little more review of the plans before signed. But you can't do that. Once you approve it, of course you're we done, can. right? No, well, you've got you to can't. compare it. Then don't approve it. You can't no, approve said, it. She said, what, what Jen is saying is instead of instead of approving it, if you're if the applicant is agreeing I, to I understand yeah, that. I say, so if the applicant is agreeing to suggestions, then carry them with no further notice to come back with amended plans that you can approve them on that, that we can do. That, or that. approve them on preliminary only yeah. and they require them to come back final. with revised plans yeah. based upon all your suggestions for final. Right. Well, that's, that would be because once you approve it, it we don't have they cannot it. come back yes, here. Once it's approved, it's out, of, it's out of your jurisdiction. Hey, Dave, let me just ask you one question. You're talking about the difference between what gets approved and what winds up as the final plans that are on our records. Not that they made changes after those plans were submitted. Correct. Because the second one is a code enforcement issue. Correct. Oh, yeah, no. That's the first handling it now. You're talking about between what's approved here and what, what is finalized. In the records, that's the difference that you're talking about. But as the chairman's here, when we go down to sign a set of plans after they've been uh, submitted, we don't sit there and examine every. But that's not your job. That's the engineer. That's the engineer. Basically, saying that the engineer needs to look a little closer to make sure the plans aren't changing. So that might have happened in the past, but it's not happening anymore. Yeah, that's what you're Anybody can make a mistake, or anybody can miss anything. Jen, is there a step that you can say upon approval, you're certifying that these are the final plans? So, no, because if you're granting preliminary and final with conditions, meaning I want more landscaping around a trash enclosure, I want this parking space to be this, whatever, you're approving it subject to them revising the plans and your engineer reviewing it and signing off on it. Okay, so if there, meaning if myself, myself included, right? Myself and the engineer. So at the end of the day, if it doesn't get reviewed properly on resolution compliance and then gets built based on those plans that are signed, there's really nothing we can do. However, if this is a repetitive issue, then, and, and I do this in a lot of towns where they, if there's conditions that you want to see and you want to make sure about, they don't get final. They get preliminary, which gives them rights. It gives them like some vested rights. And they have to do all the revisions to come back for final in front of you for approval. If that's the issue, then on bigger applications, then I would re recommend maybe separating out preliminary and final. You're not obligated to do both at the same time. Mm -hmm. There is a separate process for both. If it's a matter of it got missed, then you're right. Then, you know, the engineer and resolution compliance just needs to be a little bit more diligent detail-oriented and looking at not just, so like what happens, and, and I'm not trying to throw him on the bus because I do this all the time, what happens is I get the resolution, I have my letter, right, and I look at the plans against the stuff that happened in the resolution and my letter. It's like new things are added to the plans, it may not initially be picked up because it's not in his letter, it's not in the resolution, so like you're not really looking for that when you're looking at resolution compliance. If it's Okay, we're resolute compliant on the lighting. I'm, not, I'm using lighting just generically, not in that particular issue. To make sure that it's, you know, <clears throat> compliant on the hiding poles and the foot candles, etc. Then that's what you're looking at because that's what's left over in your letter. Yeah, you may have Correct. 
So that's that's you know like so maybe if it's if it's a one shot issue, that's one thing. If it's a repetitive issue, then you just need to let Dave and I know that this has been happening. So then we'll be a little bit more detail oriented through the Reso compliance review. Because what I do in my office is I look at my letter, I look at the items that were hanging, right? That that they agreed to on the record but haven't yet put in a plan. I look at the resolution which addresses that. But I don't go looking through a 25 sheet plan set because I don't have that many hanging items. So if it's a one shot issue, that's one thing. If it's a repetitive issue, then just let your professionals know to take a harder look during resident compliance. The applicants pay for it. It's not like the, the borough pays for it. And to go through each sheet to make sure that what's being proposed is exactly what was approved. Yeah, but we don't want to have a situation that we have to do a, a, a comprehensive review of everything to make sure they didn't slip something through. To Dave's point, it sounds like the best approach from what I'm hearing is preliminary approval when you submit, here are the changes, you come back with final plans yep. and certify that those are the final. Anything after that is a code enforcement issue. Agreed. And, I, and that, I, that has happened, well, in some of the larger towns that I work in, it's very atypical for preliminary and final to be issued at the same time. Yeah, it's very, that's very doable, Dave. Usually what, it's what preliminary asking? only, they come it, back. It is, but there's so many times that the, the, the change is so minor yeah. that for, to do that is a, is a hardship for our residents. But I'm not talking about our businesses, right? There. I understand. Yeah. But I, I agree when what she's saying is maybe you should come back to the board because I, I, I'm building in long term. There's no now. notice requirement for final, just so you know. So it's what? really just a matter of coming back. Right. When I, I'm no, I know that. Right? There's no notice. But, but that can be a hardship. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm building not, in long term right now. And I, get I it. went to the building. I get it. I went to the building department with a new set of construction drawings. They wouldn't accept it. They said, I'm only using the plans that are given to me from the planning board. Which, which were signed, right? Which that was signed. signed. Which, which, so are you say, saying that there's a discrepancy between, because I'm not really, like, so is it a discrepancy between the site plan, let's just say, that comes here, and the construction plans that go to the building department? Because then this board has absolutely no ability to change that. No, well, I'm, I'm not trying to throw somebody under the bus either, but one of the requirements for, for the, the final sign-off on a set, the set of plans there was that the, they were going to submit a lighting plan. Right. And they didn't. But it was still approved. All right? So that was an oversight. I'm not trying to blame anybody. No, I'm I just agree. trying to figure I, out no, a way it, to maybe over what, what it was, it was approved. Uh, Conditioned on a lighting plan. Conditionally on uh, the engineer getting... The lighting plan that he never got, and it, it slipped through. Signed off. But well, we have recourse then. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. All yeah. I'm doing is trying to figure right, out. Right, but my question is: is this, a, gonna, is this a is this a consistent? There issue, is recourse, or is it like a one shot? Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just code enforcement, right? Is what? Is this a consistent issue, or is it a one shot issue? This it's is only the second time I can remember, and I'm in here 22 years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's it's, not a, it's occasional. That's an occasion. Monica, I have a question. Uh, it's not an issue to me. Okay, 22 years. No, I don't mean because I fixed my phone up and I'm in trouble. That was my question. What you don't want to do is slow progress unless there's a real issue. 
in my in my opinion, right. anyway. Well, and I just wanted to discuss it. That's all. Uh, no, I, no, I'm, I'm happy. You did. In every resolution, can you have standard language that says that the plans have to conform to all Typically, of yeah. our regulations? It's, it's the it's unless the, they have been specifically waived through a variance or you know however you should word it, it's and then in that there. way it's, already it's in there. In there. Yeah. So then we just take that. If the lighting doesn't conform, then they have to change it. Yeah, but, well, that's you know, but when, yeah. They're, when they're amending on the record or supplementing, it's always subject to the engineer's approval. But the engineer can approve, the engineer can miss something. See, what happens is what they'll do is we'll have... Because he signs off, it's an issue. Yeah. Right, because they'll, they'll, they'll then, change it but not cloud it. Dave's done a great, great job for us. I I, yeah, no, I 100%. Yeah. So once he signs off, and if there were things that were not shown on the plans that are being constructed, then that becomes a code approval. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Topic question. And they get a summons, sure. and then yes. they're going to wind up back before us to make the lighting perfect, you know, get the approval for the lighting, and then you guys can opine on. They either apply or they yeah. take it away. Exactly. Exactly. Heather, you had a question? When it comes to the riverfront application being actually presented, um, I know that the downtown community is very interested in hearing that and there have been questions about whether we could open it up to a hybrid meeting or not. Understanding that that's a whole, has a, I think it's a council question to make that sort of decision. If the decision is not to and this conversation isn't entertained about doing a hybrid meeting, I would just think it may, we should probably talk about the best way to review that application and potentially giving the people advanced notice, because, as, advanced, as much advanced notice as possible, because I think a lot of people would like, fortunately, unfortunately, a lot of people want to hear, see, and be a part of this conversation. So, so how can we make it more aware and in advance if people feel they're given they have as much notice to change their schedules. To you mean the site plan? Yeah. Statutory requirement is 10 days. 10 days. So what about the, the sign out in front of our hall? I think as much Use awareness yeah. and communication that we can give it to the Okay, so your, your agendas are on the website, correct? Yeah. And your agendas are at least two weeks. <laughs> Most often they're in advance of that. I mean, you know, really, really it comes down to whenever a submission occurs, you know, it's got to go through the review process and then it gets calendared because it has to be deemed, you know, appropriate, ready for hearing. So and then it gets calendared. So, you know, at best, rather than calendaring it immediately, you know, for the first meeting two weeks, we can calendar it for the four-week meeting. I think if we can just give the community as much... Yeah, notice. I mean, that's, awesome. that's that really would be very much appreciated. Yeah, Do really you think that this room is big enough to handle the crowd? Uh, no. Yeah. You think it's so? a lot of crowds. Yeah. There's other rooms if we needed yeah. to. It's, I'm just I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think check the website. We, we could do a better yeah. job. I know there's people know. that are interested. Yeah. And yeah. They, I think they want to know more about. We're know. stuck on site plan. It's right on the There's a lot of review that'll have to happen with DOT and around the, how, the, how they're getting in and how they're getting out. Well, and, and the too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that may be one we we'll consider preliminary yeah. first. It's and there. Yeah. I agree. Because I'm guessing that there's going to be a lot of discussion and conditions and things you guys want to see that. Perhaps the preliminary first, final second might be a better alternative for the, that. The, the, we, we will appreciate your help with the blend of this board to the redevelopment. 
uh, what's allowed in redevelopment versus what we're allowed to do through redevelopment. But at the end of the day, you as a body, whether it's through a redevelopment plan or not, it, it depends on like the redevelopment agreement, which you're going to have to be the voice of, right? I mean, I would say Heather too, because you're going to be on the council at that point. Um, and whether you're here, hopefully, or not, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. But at the end of the day, it, you're still treating that like a, like a site plan application that you would hear. Yeah. It's just different zoning parameters, right, than the traditional right. zoning. Right. So we just need to know if there were any, like, concessions or any kind of, like, accommodations made through the redevelopment agreement that would preclude some... Many things. I don't know what it is because yeah. I wasn't involved at that point. But I would say, if Many you, Candace, if you could send out to and get from like Joe Baruni or whatever the redevelopment agreement, which clearly is a public document because it was adopted in public, to the board members, myself, Dave, at least we understand, and Monica for sure, um, what the redevelopment agreement says and if there's anything in there that would like what i don't want to have happen is the applicant come present to you we ask a million questions and like oh the redevelopment agreement doesn't allow for that because while they say that all the time sometimes it may be true maybe not true maybe partially true and it's good for us to know what our parameters are right, right? in terms of like what we're why I just suggest yes so I would suggest like maybe getting from Joe Verney like the redevelopment agreement which is a public document and distributing it to everyone so that we had reviewed a lot of different things and and I don't know if anybody here actually knows what is exactly in the that was well and that's and that's the question because yeah. I know that there is a in, there's an individual that has been very concerned since the the plans were submitted based upon what his understanding of the redevelopment agreement was, what the plans show in terms of the separation from his property line, and I can guarantee he will be here, which I think he absolutely should be here, but like, it'd be good for us to know in advance like what our parameters are so that when things, because I have heard it all, I've heard it all. Oh, the redevelopment agreement last week. Not quite. The sentence says this. And therefore, it gives us a little bit more control over the process instead of being completely on the defense, which I don't think we want to do. Mr. Chairman, a couple of things from the council perspective. There's been a lot of discussion amongst the council about the recognition that this is a very important issue for the town, and a lot of people are going to want to be involved in discussing it. So we have, we have talked about the fact to need to have an open communication channel to make sure people are aware of these meetings, there's probably going to be multiple rounds of meetings between council meetings. There'll probably be more than one. There'll probably be multiple council meetings, multiple planning board meetings. So there's a lot of discussion about the fact that we have to make sure we do well, Is the council renegotiating the, the redevelopment agreement? The redevelopment agreement is still in process right well, now. Well, we have to, right, so we have not, to. Well, you said go request it. I don't think it's ready for. But how are they then, if there's no adopted redevelopment agreement, how are they then? Submitting to you. Well, well, that's what I'm. All, all, all I'm saying is, <laughs> if you if you ask Joe Veruni for it, maybe it is being updated. 
It's, well, that, that may be the answer. That's my only point. You said go get it. It may be in update by the developer. So my guess is that the update, quote unquote, is so that to include these lots. Absolutely. Yeah, right? So if, you, if that was the, that was the information. But let's get the one that was approved. If, like, we still should be able to get the one if that was approved. you're trying to renegotiate the entire no. thing. No, no, no. They, I'm not. They, no, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say any of that. I'm trying to say two things. I understand not with us. Your recommendation is go get it. My response is I don't think it's in final form right now, so it may have to wait until it's updated. That's fine. And the second thing is there's recognition on the council, just like there is here, that this is a, is a hot topic. We've got to make sure we are open and transparent so people have the chance to come here in both environments, the council and the planning board. That's the only thing. They always do. They're always welcome. Well, I think that's a great suggestion, but I will say <coughs> that if there is no final redevelopment agreement, there is one. It probably needs to be amended based uh, on apparently, this. But uh, I don't apparently, know, I don't know the answer. There, there is pressure to amend it other than just what we've spoke about tonight. Who said that? Interesting. It's obvious. Okay. My only point is, even for the issue we talked about tonight, I wouldn't be surprised if the redevelopment plan is going through an update because of that. It has to. So that's yeah. my point. Well, that's, that's no, why, that it, has why to. it's here. But, but I no, think no, that no, you're, you're saying including additional lots would things. not change. You like just said there was pressure. You just said there was people that want it to be involved in it. You just said oh, 10 no. different things <laughs> that clearly pressure on the council yes, to do something I said, different. I said there is obvious interest in the community to understand what's going on here. That's, that's right. I didn't say there's pressure on the council to make changes. Oh, I apologize. I didn't say For that. misinterpreting what you said. But you made it pretty obvious, Erwin. I don't want to argue with you about it, but it, it, it sounded like that. Did, I, did anybody else hear me say that? Say what? <laughs> pressure? No, nobody used that word. Okay. okay. So, regardless, I would recommend requesting any and all redevelopment agreements that are public documents currently so that the board can understand. I'm assuming, and I don't know this for a fact, so I just want to lay that out there, that the developer is pushing to get back before us as soon as possible, right? So, yeah, it's so at the end of the day, I would it is, request. It is a new developer, too. Thank God. I know, yes. Yeah. But I would request that any and all redevelopment agreements that exist currently be provided to the board. And if there are amendments that come through the governing body process, that any subsequent agreement also be um, provided to the board. Because if there are no changes to the agreement other than the addition of these lots, Whatever concessions the developer has made would be included in that original agreement. You know what I love, and it's weird to say this, the website for the, the bridge development yeah. I thought was phenomenal. It had like color-coded step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. It took you through the whole entire project plan. It told you where it was in the project. Of each stage of the project plan, it had whatever was reviewed and whatever was approved. It just felt like you can you, there's you no question where you were in the where process. you are. Yeah. And sorry, you missed that one because that was part two. You should have been here for part two. We're right. on five right now. All right? right, so come on, like sorry, but you know here's where we are. I thought that was super helpful, and I think that would go a long way to providing transparency 
and clarity because we have, there have been a lot of steps made thus far, right? And so this is where we are right now. This is what we approve right now. This so is what I will say, I will speak about, you know, plumbing and sewage. This is when this gets talked about. I will, I will speak to Roger McLaughlin, the, obviously the borough attorney, and request that we come up with something similar to that. that would be um, and I'll talk to Joe Hernie as well. Just put something on the website that shows it because this is, I agree, it's like, very clearly, I mean, let's be honest, it's probably the largest development that you guys have seen in quite some time. And and people are concerned. Yeah. So let's, let's also be clear that Borough also has Redevelopment Council who has to work in conjunction with Roger McLaughlin and, and my office and Ms. Beam, so and the engineers. So, it takes a while to, to actually communicate one idea that everybody should have been on the same page with, you know, three weeks ago. <laughs> so we can say, here's the link to where we are. The next meet, you know, it's just yes. So I will tomorrow. Unfortunately, I'm still. Um, as my daughter is driving home from the airport from college right now. Um, yeah, let me tell you, TFP is not happy about her knee, but. I will work with them to try to put something up on the website to just kind of, like you said, not to give like proprietary information no, or what no. have you, but just to understand like What's where we are. Like redevelopment process is X, yes. right? So it's need study, redevelopment plan, redevelopment agreement, land use board action, whatever. And like just like a step by step, just to let people know where they are in the process. Yeah, and like I would suggest as well, like perhaps point contact people like along the way so if they have questions there's like a very clear direction on where to go mm -hmm. and I could be very clear my number will not be there no. <laughs> no I'm sure my number will be there but I will be happy to relay that tomorrow to everybody and just you know I highly doubt that there's going to be pushback on it but I will let you know if there is do we have a is there a developer that's that is like above my pay grade. We've gone through some of this. Is there well, I mean, a company under contract yes, to develop? Yes. Denholz is Denholz, but they so applied. They applied to us once, a couple months ago, Monica. Yes. And during the review, before it came before you, I noticed that there were lots that were included in the plan that were not in the redevelopment agreement and not in the redevelopment area, not the agreement with the area. So I brought it up, it came up, we discussed it at, what is it, your workshop meeting? Mm -hmm. And then the, then this was the process that was discussed and decided on to cure the defect for whatever reason. Well, yeah, but I mean, this is the process. This is the, this is the right legal process. So we're not like trying to like circumvent anything. This is like the process. No, it makes sense. Yeah. And so that way, because if those lots are going to be used in the development, they need to be included in the process, in the plan. Under the approved plan. Correct. That's right. the process. So right. the next right. step will be that the governing body is going to have to, that this approval will be memorialized, obviously, in December, sent back to the governing body. In the meantime, the governing body will have to decide whether or not it wants to amend the plan to include these lots. So that's the next step. So we've kind of drifted from David's suggestion <laughs> to the redevelopment again. But, uh, 
Uh, why don't we move on? It's a holiday week. I have to get up early and Happy drive. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. everybody. Is there any other business before the board this evening? Anyone in the public wanted to be here heard? If not, public portion is closed. Do we have a motion to adjourn? I'll make a motion to, to, to adjourn. Thank you, David. Second that motion. All in favor? Aye. Meeting adjourned. Good night, everybody. Good night, Jen. My dad's driving down. down. You guys can wave. What's that? My dad's driving down. You guys can wave on that. Are you going to your freeway or? No, yes. Yeah. Uh, we're going tomorrow, hopefully morning, early. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Then. I didn't finish work until after dark. I didn't have a seat.